Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hello and welcome to another Naturopathy Today. I'm your co-host, Michael, and I've got my good bud, Steve Langford, here with me. Good morning, Steve. How goes it? Good morning, it? Michael. It goes well. Glad to be here. We got a beautiful day where I am in Wisconsin, so what's not to like? You know, we have a nice warm day here coming up, and actually the mornings are starting out cold, which is wonderful. So I could sit on the back porch and drink my organic coffee and be in my warm robe. I do like the cold. <laughs> Anyway, last week we talked a lot about RSV and some old home remedies. This week we'll talk about emphysema. Some of the herbs we mentioned last week are really good for breaking up the phlegm and mucus that's a part of that. Also, allergies also tie into emphysema indirectly, and they too you know, will create phlegm and mucus depending upon the type of allergy. And again, the herbs that we mentioned the fenugreek, the slippery elm, the mullein, the marshmallow. I think I also threw out the pleurisy root, whorehound. And uh, these are all excellent herbs for the lungs. So any kind of a lung condition, those herbs would be fabulous to use. Do you have any others that you would throw out, Steve? Well, uh, you know, as you were thinking, as you were mentioning that, of course, I thought about the the vitamins that support respiratory health, as well as using these herbs. But the point that I took out of that was, whatever your respiratory issue is, that's really your individual body's expression of its challenge. Your body always wants to heal. And when it can't do what it does, these symptoms start to occur. And what we're doing with these vitamins, minerals, the herbs that we use, we are facilitating the body's attempt to heal and restore and maintain health. So it would seem to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that whatever your respiratory issue is, these same herbs and nutrients um, and even lifestyle approaches are going to be beneficial. And why is that? It's because the body is so efficient and so good at using them, they can be effective across a wide range of uh, symptoms, which are really more the evidence of the body's trying to restore uh, homeostasis. So I kind of see this as if you have these respiratory issues, all of these things are tools that you can appropriate and explore and see how well they work for you. Is that a good understanding of, of the broad range of these things? Or do we need to parse it down really to certain conditions for certain herbs? No, I think the points you bring up are excellent. And there was something you had said, the body is always, always, 100% of the time, always in the mode of seeking balance and harmony. Medically, it's called homeostasis, when all of the nutrients and gases and liquids are in perfect balance and harmony, which represents perfect health. So the body is always in that mode. 
what you give it will either do one of two things. And I think we have said this before. It's either going to build it up or break it down. This is why it's so vital that you do supplementation, you do herbs, you do organically grown food, you drink clean liquids. You know, for me, everything is about distilled water because that's what we do at home. Our coffee, our tea, our iced tea in the freezer, in the refrigerator. We always, because I like cold water. So we always have, you know, a two gallon thing of distilled water and we have cold water in the refrigerator. And so almost every day, not every day, but almost every day, I'm always making more water. Well, what you take in, what you said there about what you take in will make you or break you. To divert a little bit to this idea that a lot of people who deal with these challenging respiratory concerns are oftentimes going to be put on some kind of medication to alleviate their symptoms. And I've always recommended to people, try to understand what it is this drug is actually doing. People take these drugs without any concern about what is their mode of action. Um, are they actually interfering with my body's processes in order to uh, suppress a symptom instead of say like these herbs which help us expel these this mucus these drugs are oftentimes meant to suppress so what are these drugs doing so that you can facilitate either a counter response or possibly even find an herb that can facilitate the action of the medication so that you don't need as much but if also you're on a medication, what are the risks and side effects? Is this affecting your liver? You know, the liver has to detoxify this. My wife takes medication, so I'm not opposed to all medications. I'm opposed to the indiscriminate use of medications that don't actually help us. And so what are they doing to harm us? In her case, she takes herbs which help protect and detoxify the liver because of the adverse effect of these drugs. So I want to encourage our listeners, as much as we all in our group look to nutrition to, to help us go forward, we don't always aren't always able to avoid the use of medical interventions, drugs in particular. But when you use them, try to understand these things so that you can reduce your medications, reduce the side effects, and facilitate that benefit through the use of natural alternatives. So I just hope that people will understand that you know, we're not going to beat you up if you're on a drug, but we're going to encourage you to learn more about it, hopefully to the point where you can get off of that medication or reduce its uh, adverse effects or reduce the amount that you need to be effective. Those are all positive outcomes. So just my little soapbox there. If you get me started on people taking too many drugs, I can talk a lot about that too. So I, I'm of the opinion that people need to become more informed about their own problems and then embark upon their search for the solutions. Absolutely. <laughs> Back to you, Michael. <laughs> okay. You know, it's really interesting. What you reminded me of was a client that I had, oh God, years ago. A woman brought to me her baby who had severe diarrhea. And she said, and this is what the doctor gave me 
to stop the diarrhea. And so I went to the PDR because I wasn't familiar with that drug. And whenever I'm not familiar, I used to keep a PDR on my desk all the time. Like I have the Merck manual, I had a PDR. So for y'all out there, the PDR is the physician's desk reference. And it lists every single drug with their side effects. So their application and their side effects. So I went and I looked up this drug and lo and behold, it was for, I don't know, I'll say hair loss. Okay. And one of its side effects was constipation. So here the physician was giving a baby a drug and he was doing it using the drug because of the side effect. The constipation, wow. that was his way of stopping the diarrhea. And just for the record, since I'm talking about diarrhea, one, it is a form of constipation because you're not getting rid of any fecal matter. You're just getting rid of the liquid. So one of the things you can do, and here's some old folk remedies for diarrhea. Eat a lot of cheese. It gums up the bowels. Bring in carob powder. That too will absorb all the liquid and give some bulk and get fecal matter moving. So there's a couple of different things you can do for that. You know, next up on our list, Steve, is fibromyalgia, which is another one of those, I'm tired all the time, everything hurts all the time. Whenever I hear about fibromyalgia with a client, I always think chronic fatigue, I think adrenal exhaustion. What's your take on when you hear someone complain about fibromyalgia? Well, I can tell you my mother, my interesting mother, um, had fibromyalgia. One of the key symptoms for her was trigger point pains, you know, that affected certain areas. But the thing that I remember the most was the doctor telling her, it's all in your head. And I have heard that since then from many women who have been told by doctors, it's just emotional and you're just in your head. And so how does that affect people when they hear that kind of thing? Certainly to me, it reflects the fact that the doctors didn't have a clue as to what was going on, but that they were also, and this is one of my pet peeves about modern medicine, is that they are so certain in their pronouncements that you walk away feeling, well, the doctor knows. And in many cases, we come to find out over the years that we've been doing this, that no, the doctors have been prescribing things that didn't have any basis in science or reality, and yet were preached to us with such confidence. And so these women, um, and maybe it was more like this decades ago where the doctors just brushed it off, women had no choice but to look at pain medication, just trying to manage it. And so I remember her going through that without any kind of um, opportunity from the medical side to get any kind of benefit or relief, and fortunately, now we have learned a lot more about fibromyalgia and as challenging as it is there are solutions that can help move people forward so my history with fibromyalgia has been with those customers my mother um, who have had those kinds of challenges and i'm so glad there are better options that we'll discuss today absolutely and it's really interesting that fibromyalgia like chronic fatigue like hypoglycemia one, they're all adrenal related, but for so many years, the doctors just dismissed it. As you said, it's all in your head, you know, or maybe you need a B12 shot. 
you know, for like the hypoglycemia, feeling tired all the time. Because they do not have a nutritional orientation and they only have a drug orientation, they really can't, quote unquote, fix the body, so to speak. And the truth of the matter is neither can I or you. The body has to fix itself, but you need to give the body what it requires to do that fixing. And that's where the vitamins and minerals and herbs come into play. And the doctors- Before the we- Go ahead. I was just going to say, before we get into those vitamins and minerals, are there things that people are doing that might facilitate fibromyalgia? And I don't know that there is, so this isn't um, a leading question. I'm just curious if, if in addition to recommending these nutritional alternative solutions, are there things that we want to steer people away from that might be a factor? Well, funny you would bring that up. But yes, uh, because when I when I hear fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, hypoglycemia, one to me, they're all interrelated because they're all from the same source. And it is emotional from one point of view only. And that is, is that the person suffering from that at that point in time may feel overwhelmed by everything that's going on in their life and that they may not feel, let me rephrase that, they may feel that they do not have the wherewithal to be able to deal with everything they have to deal with. And so they become overwhelmed, they lose their inspiration, they lose their motivation, doubt and fear set in, and that's when the pain sets in. And so to me, there's two fundamental nutrients that are required. And one is panathenic acid, and the other is magnesium. The reason I mention those two nutrients is because pantothenic acid goes straight to the adrenal glands and bolsters the adrenals. That's number one. Number two, it's the precursor. It becomes coenzyme A, which is the precursor to stimulating the Krebs cycle within the cells, and that's where energy is produced. So pantothenic acid will invigorate and revitalize you. Emotionally, the association I give pantothenic acid is inspiration. And it's the same thing with magnesium. Magnesium is another one of those minerals that allows you to relax. So that would help take away the pain, which may be the result of such, you know, such tension out of that doubt and fear that such tension constricts a nerve and sends a pain signal. It's okay. So there's the pain. So what I would do with the client is I, and I often do this is, all right, where is the pain? What's going on that, you know, you're having pain in that particular part of your body. If it's in your back, well, you know, are you going through financial issues or do you feel that there's something coming up or that you just got a bill in the mail and, you know, yeah, it's hard to deal with. So those are the two primary nutrients that I would recommend. And then of course, for pain and inflammation, you got your proteolytic enzymes to reduce the inflammation. You got DLPA uh, internally, you can put up DMSO externally, you could do white willow bark, which is also 
uh, a pain reliever. You could make an oil out of uh, oil of wintergreen, which has methyl salicylate, which is what aspirin is. So you could make a, a thing out of that and put that on topically as well as another way of getting rid of the pain. So those are some of the things that I would recommend. Let me give you my number one, and, and you may know this about me, but I have come to believe my most favorite nutrient for anybody dealing with pain and inflammation primary is omega-3 fatty acids. I particularly favor fish oil, but I've come to understand the relationship of fatty acids and cellular membrane and too much omega-6, that if we don't have a good omega-3, omega-6 balance, we're not going to have good cellular membrane, and we're going to have inflammatory issues wherever they find expression. So I found that in addition to taking these things that are particularly good that you mentioned, the magnesium and all of those others, you gotta have a good fatty acid balance as a foundation that nothing else does what the fatty acids do. So when we talk about curcumin, magnesium, they all have their role, but they don't change that fatty acid balance. And I believe that this is so key I've seen it in, in so many instances where when you get that omega-3 balance in place, a lot of other things start to improve and resolve. And so I, in addition to the, what you just mentioned, don't forget those omega-3s. And, you know, that made me think about statin drugs. Oh, and, yes. You know, when you talk about cellular health, people don't realize that they need cholesterol as building material. And it may very well be that cells are not at optimal levels of health because of red yeast rice and statin drugs and misinformation. And the misinformation is you got to lower your cholesterol. It's too high. You're going to have a heart attack. So what the pharmaceutical industry does is it stimulates fear to get you yes. on a prescription and the reality is, is that the prescriptions are more detrimental than whatever it is you're dealing with, more often than not. More often than not. And I've done shows on why I feel people, we have so many people on prescription drugs. The United States is the most overly prescribed country in the world, I believe. And there are reasons why people in our age group may be taking five, 10 different drugs. Oh, and why is that? Um, and there are reasons that they're being prescribed to us, but it's why I think we are so over-medicated and people need to learn that these drugs are not their necessarily their best first choice, but maybe their last choice There's because they don't facilitate healing. And I know we're short on time, but you know, that's a topic that I'm very passionate about. We'll cover that one of these days, I'm sure. Well, you know, we can leave people with this thing that we hear all the time. Drugs kill. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They, they only, you know, we hear about the fentanyl, but why do we even create these kind of drugs? So in reality, from a different point of view, all drugs are toxins. Some of them will kill you faster than others, you know, and we will. And in just one last note, I have a cousin who had allergies, has allergies. They put him on prednisone for his entire life. 
Today, he's in a body cast. He wears, you know, stuff to help him stand erect. His bone, he has such porous bones that they can break easily. And why are they so porous? Because it was one of the side effects of the allergy drugs, I think it was prednisone, that he was on for 100 years. And they're, they're right. just bad news. Folks, God created all kinds of wonderful herbs and food stuff to make you healthy. Now, from a scientific point of view, and I do not believe that herbs are strong enough to nourish you per se, because herbs are the foundation of the pharmaceutical industry. You know, I think it was Rockefeller or I think it was Rockefeller who had all this oil, either him or, or Getty had all this oil and said, look, if you can figure out the chemical constituent that's working for the people in this herb and make it out of oil, out of my coal tar, I'll fund the research, I'll fund the schools. That was the birth of the pharmaceutical industry. So even though I use herbs in everything I do, when you go to school, you know, you learn through science that vitamins and minerals with fats, carbs, and protein are the building blocks of excellent health, which is why everything I do and why our industry came to be and why naturopaths today are more vitamin mineral oriented than just approaching things from straight herbs, because you need to nourish the body back to health. That's all I've got to say. Next week, we will get into incontinence. All right. That's I'll be, be here, Michael. <laughs> I was almost going to make a <laughs> joke. Be... I, I need it for my mouth because I <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's a laughing matter to some extent, but it's no fun if it's something that you're experiencing. And so I'll be interested to get into this discussion with you next week. So join us, folks. It's always uh, a trip to be here with Michael and myself. So uh, we have fun. I hope you do too. Thanks for being here. Amen. Y'all take Thank care. you, Michael. Thank you, Steve. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.